Yo, yo, yo. What's good? What's good, Addicts Gang? Today, we've got an exciting guest for you. Uh, we're going to run through the Red Zone recap and Monday night preview. But today, Dylan, Dylan Lawrence, introduce yourself to the people. Uh, you know, you've been talked a lot on the podcast. How are you? What's been happening? Oh, mate, I'm feeling great today. It's been a good week two. Red Zone was very beautiful to me. And, uh, you know, I've been talked a lot about in the off-season, apparently. But I feel like the trades that I've got and everything around, I'm feeling good. 2-0. and Joel, how are you going? I've also got Joel with me today. How are you going? Uh, your Red Zone experience? Yeah, not as good as um, Dylan Lawrence's. Um, great to have him on the show. Um, when I found out he was joining, not a chance I was missing it. Um now, it's an interesting slate of games. A lot of comebacks. Um, the oh. comeback slate at the end was uh, interesting. Uh, I didn't really like yeah, good it. Didn't have, I didn't have any Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle, and they just kept catching bombs and tour and all that crap. But, you know, we played Cooper Cup on our DraftKings team, Dylan. So, you know what happens when you play Cooper Cup? You, you always win at the end. Um, but, you know, uh, yeah. Happy All to right. get stuck into it. All right. Um, I'll quickly plug the socials. Um, so we got follow the podcast on Instagram at the Fantasy Addicts on Twitter at the FB Addicts. But um, yeah, let's get into it. So boys, I'll just run through some some things and you tell me your opinion on how we, how we, how it all went. So uh, Trey Lance injury was that as exciting as it was for Faith Lovato, or was it you two don't really care? What, what was your opinion on that? I don't really have um, a big thing on Trey Lance, to be honest. I'd, I never really rated him. Um, so for me, I think it's just like, it just says how good keeping Jimmy G was for San Fran um, and the fact that he just balled out and everyone was so happy for him at the end. So, I mean, that's how I see it. But I don't know about you, Joel. What do you think? I can't think of a team that is less impact like a good team that is less impacted by their quarterback being out for the season agreed yeah 100%. like they're probably better like not gonna lie like were they you know they were like a touchdown away from making the super bowl last year um yeah how much better was Trey lance really gonna make him i think and you know Jimmy G it's makes good for it better, the, yeah yeah it's good for all the weapons too like debo he's gonna be the man Ebo's back. Uh, Let's go. It's just going to be the exact same as last year now, which is, you know, great for 49ers people. And it helps George Kittle for when he comes back as well. It's I feel like it's all around better for the offense mm. uh, for the 49ers. Um, I mean, yeah, 100%. Um, that was really the only blockbustery kind of injury news that happened. But trading our Dynasty League, you two, did you see mm. it? Did you see it? Matt Barbara. See, uh, what did he give CD Lamb for Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Was that right? Did I, did I yeah, that's right? right. Um, I don't like vetoes, but might be coming in now. What do you actually think? What's what, what is Matt Barber doing? I think he's okay. So he has Tua and Waddle in Dynasty, and he feels like he wants to go for the win this year now. Like, he, he's just gone around and just thinks he can get the win here. And either be yourself, myself, Frank, or Charlene for the 
for the championship. It's it's hilarious. I rate it, but it's hilarious. It doesn't even help him win now. The deal makes no sense. It Zero. just makes nah. I mean, he, he's got hasn't no really backs. cashed in oh, I just... on what you know. He's just know. and he's feeling himself and he's he's doing this and it's just I'd rather see D Lamb in a vacuum. I don't understand the whole thing. And he kept going by doing trading again for Josh Jacobs. Yes, I was yeah. in Yeah, Josh Jacobs that's, for that's another first. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that is right. Yeah, I just hate both trades. But anyway, Matt Barber, you do you. We've got to talk red zone. Boys, favorite game of the slate? Both slates. What was your Favorite and least favorite game that they were showing on the coverage. Well, Joel, I'll let you go first. Oh well, the most painful game to watch would have had to have been Tampa Bay versus the Saints. Um, every time I watched that game, it was a Tom Brady like heave to Scotty Miller. It never was complete, and the only time that offense looked like doing anything was when Lattimore was like thrown out of the game. The only good part about that game was the fight. Yeah, what do you think of the fight? They all, they hate each other, don't they? Well, did I everyone see Lattimore... what Mike Evans said? What yeah. did Mike Evans yeah, say? Yeah, what did he say? Breaking news Mike on the Evans was, Mike Evans was up there just going to the rest. It's Tom Brady. What am I supposed to do? Because Lattimore was going off at him and he's literally just come up and said, it's, it's Tom Brady. What else am I supposed to do? So he went what? off and absolutely crushed him. I don't think Lattimore should have been tossed. He didn't do it. He, you know, he talked a bit of shit. He called Brady a bitch. But, like, beside that, he just got tackled and then got caught up in the scuffle. I think he was yeah. a bit unlucky if I'm Lattimore. Yeah, I, you know? I, I agree. No, I, yeah. I agree too. And that game was super painful. But I think I can beat you. I think New England-Pittsburgh was worse. I really think it was worse. There was just nothing. Nothing was going on. Me and Charlene's game had nothing to do with it. I hated it every time it was on the screen. Um, yeah, it was just a terrible time. Um, Gross touchdowns too. Yeah, disgusting. Like Pat Frymuth and who else? Damien Harris. Like, get out of here. And no one cares. Aguilar. Yeah. Who has Aguilar? <laughs> um, but Dylan, did you, do you want to add on to that or are you really happy with just shitting on those four teams? What about the Panthers no, and the Giants? I also thought... The that was also another bad game, but the the Dallas the Dallas game was very hard to watch as well. Yeah, um, I don't know if you listened last week, Dylan, but um, Burjo said Joe Burrow is bad. He's out on Joe Burrow, and it's really hard to disagree with him at the minute. I mean, I don't think he's bad, but he is definitely overhyped. I mean, he had a absolutely don't get me wrong, he had a great season last year, but like everyone's got him up here. Saying he's the next Brady and all that, but he didn't. He didn't win. He didn't win, and he's just showing out now that last season was a bit of an outlier, and he's just got to, He's got to get better. I mean, I think he will bring it around, but he's not up there. I think he's a tear break from Patty Mahomes, Herbie, Lamar, and all those like Josh Allen. So, but you know, he'll bring it around. I think he will. He's still going to be good for fantasy. The Bengals are full of themselves. They are like the most arrogant team that hasn't really done anything that I've ever seen. Like, even in week one, like, Jamar Chase, every time he caught the ball, was like, fucking, oh, how good am I? 
I'm Jamar Chase, pay me, blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck off, bro. You lost to the Steelers in overtime. The Steelers are shit. Yeah, a bit of a... Um, yeah, I can see, like, Bengals and Charlene Dynasty team correlation. Like, they both think they're the shit. You just haven't won anything. Like, Charlene, you haven't won anything, mate. Like, stop flinting around like you're the man. Bengals, stop doing the same. I really hope I hold on tonight, listeners. We just want nothing from Aaron Rodgers for the rest of the game. Uh, Dylan, what do you need in uh, Sunday, Monday? Who are you barracking for? On uh, the Monday, or yeah. Tuesday for us here, um, I have hey, uh, Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson, but Frank's already dead. I don't, I don't need anyone. Frank's dead. Aaron Jones here has just done everything for me. Hang on, I haven't checked. Yeah, no, you've got him by the balls. Yeah, suck that, Frank. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I've got Charlene too. This is over. But uh, anyway, boys, back to it. Sorry to do that. Um, Favourite game of the week? Was it – are we oh, just going to say Dolphins-Ravens? It's got to be Dolphins-Ravens. 42 to 38. You can't have anything better for a fantasy league. Anything fantasy-wise. Absolutely incredible. They were down by 21 with 12 minutes to go and they come back and win it. It's just unheard of. All of Red Zone this week was just unheard of. It really was a weird week. Shout out Tyreek Hill. You really got me over the line. But um, yeah, Joel, was this your favorite game or? Oh, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't have anyone in the game. So like the fact that it was a point party was kind of like pissing me off because like, I didn't have anyone in my lineup. I didn't have anyone in the redraft or dynasty or anything. And everyone involved in that game. Oh, Dylan, to for li- the <laughs> listeners, Dylan has the Tyreek Hill tour stack. Like, spare me. Yeah, Went off for like 80 points. That's ridiculous. <laughs> 36 um, from Tyreek and 50 from Tua. I didn't even realize until I went to look at the scores because I had Stafford and Allen Robinson and they caught that touchdown. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got that stack in the league. Check the league and I'm like down by 80. Um, yeah, rough, rough scene. Um, but I, the game I kind of liked and every time I it got flicked to something like, you know, good was happening um, was actually Falcons and Rams. Oh, I couldn't get it. Crazy ending. Like, yeah. like it was a bit shit there when it was like a blowout. But the Falcons come late. And, you know, they have some good pieces, the Falcons. Like Drake London, he looks awesome. Um, you know, they obviously have the two good cornerbacks as well. Um, you know, they get a real quarterback next year. Cole Pitts. And Mariota looked pretty competent. Except yeah. for like a few bad throws here and there. But he looks pretty competent to get them a few wins this year. Like, maybe they play exciting, high-scoring games, you know? Maybe they're like the NFC version of... Actually, no. Maybe they're just like the same as the Lions, where they just play high-scoring games, even though, like, the quality of the game shit, the high, it's high-scoring and stuff's happening. Well, I thought you were going to say Lions uh, Commanders. Sorry, I almost messed that up. It was your exciting game, because something was always happening in that game, too, like... Um, and Ra, shout out DeAndre Swift. Um, we had oh. following Charlene's bet in the in the um, group chat, but yeah, that game was also a bit exciting. Um, Curtis Samuel, the man. Oh, sorry, Curtis Samuel. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I enjoyed that. Red Zone was uh, here. We go. 
new segment on the podcast, out of 10, Red Zone. How was everyone's experience? How were the games, we think? I'm, a, I'm only going to give it a seven because yeah, that, first seven. Three, that first three hours was pretty damn boring. There was not a lot happening, but it really fired up in the Scott Hanson witching hour. So I'm giving it a seven. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 7.3. Um, not great as far as, you know, I've, I've definitely had better red zone experiences, but, um, you know, it had the end of it was, you know, pretty exciting. They had the Jets come back. We obviously had the um, Dolphins come back. Then we had like the Rams were trying to come back. And then we had that crazy, um, we haven't talked about the Raiders and the Cardinals yet, but like, how did the Raiders fuck that oh. up? Yeah, um, no idea. You know, there was a lot going on there. Um, even though, like, yeah, as Dylan said, the start of the games was shit. All right. Um, and new segment also on the pod: fraud team of the week. And my fraud team of the week is the Denver Broncos. I don't think they're that good. Um, yeah, Russell Wilson just looks bad. The coaching staff looks horrible. Um, yeah, I don't like what I'm seeing out of Denver. Barely scraped the win out of Houston against Houston at home. Um, yeah, hate the Denver Broncos moving forward. Do you two have a fraud, some, fraud team? I, with them, we in relation to Denver, I, there's something going wrong there in the red zone. They've had, even last week, they had so many red zone opportunities and they just couldn't, they couldn't convert. Two dropped fumbles last week and then today they couldn't even get one in the red zone either. I think they've just got to work on their – they can do everything else right, but it's when they get inside the 20. It's like Rusty gets all locked up and tightened up and he can't do anything. It's, Javon- it's really strange. It's Javante or Bast right now. Like, it's – I don't know. They just look bad, in my opinion. Yeah. I just don't know. Anyway, J- Judy did go out with, a, with, a, with an injury as well, so that probably would have not helped. But, you know, it's just bed zone. It's really unusual for Rusty to look so bad in the red zone. Mm, no, 100%. That's how, that's how I see it. But other than that, I feel like they're fine. The defense is doing what they need. But, yeah, it's just the offense does not look, does not look good. The other team that I would bring up would definitely be the Bengals. Um, everyone seems to be still riding high on the fact that they made the Super Bowl last year. But as we said before, Burrow looks bad. Um, the defense ain't too bad, but everything else, mixing, not really getting a lot done. It's just, yeah, there's no cohesiveness in the in the offense there. And the um, upgraded O line that was meant to happen just doesn't seem to. Oh, yeah, just it's gotten got, worse. Mm. Joel, there's a clear one left for you. I really hope you nail it. Oh, I don't think I've nailed it. Uh, oh, you oh. you want you want me to say the Colts, but I'm not gonna say the Colts. Why are you um, gonna say the Colts? Frauds. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't have Michael Pittman, um, and they never beat the Jags. Like we knew they never beat the Jabs. I'm gonna give them like a a you know a semi pass. Uh, I'm gonna say all right. The quality of game of the Patriots. And the Steelers, as mentioned, they are both fraud teams. Right, I've gone, looked at the advanced line for next um, week on Monday, the, set, uh, the 26th of September, Australia time. So next Sunday, 
How many points do you think the Bills are giving the Patriots? Two touchdowns. It's minus. Oh, wait, I've fucked that up. It's. Yeah, <laughs> I really have fucked this up. It's Baltimore. How many points do you think Baltimore are giving the Patriots? Oh, okay. Um, negative 15 and a half. Are you going that? I'll go negative 10. It's three. What? What? Really? Yes. Yes, Baltimore minus three. I think it'd have to be at New England for that line, but yeah, Baltimore minus three. I'm gonna go. Is that just a blind bet? Like right now, just hurry up and make it before everyone realizes the Patriots are terrible. I might bet they're eight the house on it. Yeah, but like maybe Baltimore, like a sneaky bad, like you know they beat the Jets, they just blew a three touchdown lead. I don't know. Like I think, New, I think, I think bad for New England for is shit. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, the Colts are the obvious other one where it's just like, gee, are you guys actually dog? Matt Ryan, like, is he the most washed quarterback you've ever had to watch? Yeah, 100%. Oh, I, I'm done on him. I'm so happy I kept Kirk Cousins. Ben Roethlisberger last year or Matt Ryan this year? Ben Roethlisberger this year. Wow, last year. really? Yeah. At least he was getting fantasy points. He may have looked horrible on the field, but he was – Putting up points. Matt Would you rather Matt have putting up points? <laughs> Mitch Trubisky, Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield, or Matt Ryan? Fuck, that's hard. Um, oh, jeez. Can we pick two? <laughs> Dylan, are you going to say dimes? Because I think I'm saying dimes. I'm thinking yeah, dimes because he's the youngest. <laughs> yeah, he's so shit. Yeah, he is bad. I mean, Dimes is winning games, though. Yeah, but I hate oh, Baker. I, I, you could say Baker and, I don't know, Cooper Rush, and I'd pick Cooper Rush. I hate Baker. Like, no chance. And then Matt oh, Ryan's old. One for, one for you, though, Andy. Sorry to break it up. Uh, Cooper going. Rush or Dak? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck off, Dylan. I'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> I scraped out a win without Dak. Shout out me. Look at look at Monty go. Did you see him run just then? Yeah, yeah, I did. Monty's going off. Um, yeah, so I'd be scared about Derek Henry though tomorrow. Nah. The Bills will shut him sh- down. He shredded the Bills last year. Yeah, last year's not this year, Dylan. So uh all um, in on those Buffalo, get your wagons. Um anyway, boys, I think that's anyone else want to bring up anything on red zone before we move on to some dynasty chat? Here's your last chance. No, nah, I'm just more worried about some specific players, some for dynasty when it comes down to it, or even redraft, like a few, like Chase Edmond. Um, that was not what I expected today from him. He barely touched the ball. Um, and was there any, anyone else? I can't remember if there was anyone else. That one really stuck out to me. Chase well, Edmond segue like straight seven into touches. It. Yeah. Okay. Here we oh. go. Dynasty discussion of the week. Here we go. Um, so I usually do an Andy's analogy, boys. So here you go. Armin Ra St. Brown is like sex. He is awesome. <laughs> he is the best thing ever. Discuss. He is the sun god. He is the sun god. Oh, my God. Everyone's there saying last year that when he was going off at the end of last year, saying it was all nah, 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 nah. They just had no one. T-Hawk was injured. Everyone was out. 
What a lie that was. He is absolutely incredible. He He's on a record, NFL record right now, for scoring touchdowns eight, eight in a row. Incredible. He is so good. Matty Barbs, well done, brother. You're welcome. Look at my... Oh, that's Herbert. Oh, fuck. Tackling. Break his leg. <laughs> All right, um, Joel, uh, you probably want to talk about some rookies, huh? So Drake London, Garrett Wilson, you liking what you're seeing? Oh, as we know, I, I have both. And, man, they're awesome. Um, Garrett Wilson's the shit. I've seen enough from Garrett Wilson. I watched, like, a quarter of the preseason game versus the Falcons, and he just looked like he was way better than every other, like, of the backups on the field. That was fine. I liked what I saw. But then you see the in-game today. The Browns don't have shit corners, and he was just dominant. And Flacco was looking for him all the friggin' every time you looked on the screen he was looking for Garrett Wilson he's already taken over from Elijah Moore fuck the Elijah Moore breakout chat that's dead um Garrett Wilson's already got him covered uh and then you go over to Drake London everyone's going on about oh Kyle Pitts great tight end Kyle Pitts is a pussy he doesn't do shit Drake London's played two games and done more in two games he's done more in two games than Kyle Pitts has done in his whole damn career thank you I've seen enough yeah, Cole Pitts is overrated as shit. Barbara, take what you can get. Sell him to Frank for whatever. Love if it. you have Cole Pitts on your team, just sell him. They get Calvin Ridley back next year too. You think Cole Pitts is taking targets off Calvin Ridley and Drake London? I can tell you he's not. Um, yeah, there you go. Cole Pitts, crap. Drake London, Garrett Wilson, <laughs> awesome. They're putting. They're using Cole Pitts as a blocker. Like, I don't understand why. Why are you using Kyle Pitts as a blocker? He's not... You're just not doing the right thing with Kyle Pitts. He touched the ball twice today. It makes no sense. They do need to give the ball way more to Kyle Pitts, but I'd be selling Kyle Pitts. Because people um, love I'd him. be getting as much as you can for him. I'd be getting as much as you can. Barbara needs to get rid of him. Like, he could still get, what, two yeah. first? You can still Minimum? get heaps, for, not from me, but you can still get heaps because people love him. People think he's, yeah. what do they call him, the unicorn or something? He's, oh, I'm sick of him. He was my bust yeah, on the podcast, Dylan. How good am I? Sharp. Oh, you're awesome. I thought yeah. he was a bust too. Everyone has him as a tight end three. Right. I don't rate that. Mm. Um, Here's one for you, Dynasty nerds. Michael Mayer, way better than Kyle Pitts. Jeez. Okay. Jeez. Yep. Right. I'm okay. calling it now. I've seen enough Notre Dame football. Michael Mayer is legit. Has Kyle Pitts covered? All right. Um, I'll I'll just I'll just say some names because you know there's there's a lot of names going around. Um, Michael Thomas is he back? Yes, no. Yes. He's back. I'm gonna say yes. What is that like? What What are you getting? The Saints are a bad offense. You're not getting the WR, the, what he was three years ago. Like, he's now, what, 29, 30? Um, but he's definitely up there in a WR, WR1 conversation where he's top 12. Mm. Um, like, I think the if, if you get top 12 out of Michael Thomas this year, I think I think you're happy, you know? Yep. Um, Saquon, do you think he's more this week or more last week? How good do you think Saquon's going to be? I think it's it's a tough one. 
because he played so well week one. I'm going to leave that one to Joel. I'm I a bit biased more, on the Giants fans. I think he's more this week than last week, but he's sort of like, you know, you know who he is? He's the Mike Williams of running backs. Yeah, okay. I can I can see that. So when he goes off, yeah. he wins either week and then he disappears. Yeah, he's going to do that because, like, the Giants' offensive line still isn't great. Um, but, you know, he can just rip off big runs, big plays. Um, and the Giants just aren't going to score a lot of points. So when he scores the points, it's going to be good. But, like, you can't rely on them to, you know, play in these you know, friendly games where everyone scores a heap of fantasy points. Um, and there's, you know, the big debate at wide receiver. Who is your wide receiver one? Is it Jefferson? Is it Cooper Cup? Is it Jamar Chase? Where are we leaning? Because I don't think Cooper Cup knows how to not score 25 points. I don't, does he Does he know how to not do it, Dylan? I don't know. I was hoping, when I made that trade in the offseason, I was really hoping there was a bit of a, a bit of a, what do you want to call it, depression, uh, depression in his points. But he's just so good. He doesn't know how to stop scoring points. And the touchdowns are incredible. Like, you leave him what, that wide open for that second touchdown today, he's just going to score 10 times out of 10. Why did he I mean, leave him so wide open? It doesn't make sense. I mean, I'll give you a good answer. Once we find out how Jefferson goes um, tomorrow morning, Australian time. But if Jeffy does what he did last week, then it's going to be a one-two fight for WR1 this year. And they're just going to keep scoring points. Yeah, for Dynasty, it's still Jefferson for mine. But for redraft, um, it's really hard to not say Cooper Cup. Um, He's just inevitable. I feel like it's 50-50. Like, you can take either one if it's redraft. Like, you can't really chop someone for taking Cup and you can't really chop someone for taking Jefferson. They're both going to do the same thing. How old is Cup? Do you two know? I'm going to search this. He's 28. Gee, I I don't know. That's not too old. He might be like Dynasty Dynasty wide receiver one. He's the man. I'm all in on Coop. I... If it's Dynasty, I'd be taking Jefferson for sure. I Jefferson, mean, you've got at least another five to six years, whereas Cooper's probably only got three years left. Like, if you're going for win now, then, yeah, Cooper Cup is fine. I mean, you're probably right. I mean, probably, they give similar output and you, you get Jefferson for longer. But I just, I just want to say how good Cooper Cup is. That, that's all I really oh. want to do here. That's fair. Also, back onto the the Rams though. What about Cam Akers? He was everywhere today. Yeah, a weird one, wasn't it? Because um, Hendo looked good early, got the touchdown, and then they really just shifted to Akers. That was really strange. I didn't. What do I you think, Yeah, weird. Um, I don't. I think it's the. Um, the Rams are one of those teams, though, where they just throw on the goal line anyway, which I really respect. Um, so maybe the running back, the running back position as a whole, even though like they seem to give the work to one person, isn't that valuable? Because like their running play, like their 
layup on the goal line is like a Cooper Cup slant or a Allen Robinson fade or something like that. Um, like that's how they get into the end zone. Like maybe the Broncos need to like learn how to do one of them. You know, so basically just stay away from the Rams running back room. Well, yeah, it's just so it stinks. Sorry, you know? I, I really wanted him to throw that to Monty. Um, that annoyed me. I think he got there. I think yeah, Fields he, got there. He did get there, didn't he? Um, but yeah, anyway, boys, I'll just quickly recap the week. Um, so Denver, Colts, Patriots, frauds. Dylan, who do you say again? Bengals, frauds. The Bengals. Mm. We love the Niners still, even though Trey Lance is hurt. The Dolphins oh, are awesome. There. He's not there. He's not there. Is he half a yard short? Not even that. He's like inches. Brutal. Justin, that's going to be you. That's going to be Monty going in on fourth down. I'm excited. But um, and just quickly, how good do we think the Dolphins are actually, and how good do we think Tua is? Just really quick. Look, the the offensive line is not great. Like it's definitely better with the upgrade they got in the offseason through free agency and also uh, in the draft, but. If they're giving up 38 points every, like, didn't they give up heaps of points last week too? I can't remember what the score was there. What was the score? No, last they, week they the almost night? shut out Dolphins? the Patriots. They, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, they, they play can, the Bills yeah. next week. Oh. Well, that, that's a real test. If, if they win that and they win, win that convincingly or in a low scoring game and they win it, I think they're actual genuine contenders. Yeah, because they're going to win the division. No, they're in the same. Hang on, what? Yeah, no, aren't the Dolphins and the Bills in the same division? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's my bad. Yeah. Well, um, but what I think is, um, I just love the Dolphins' new coach. I think he's great. Yeah. <laughs> Mike McDaniel, he, nerd. Yeah, I'm all about it. Yeah, he's just he looks like he's smart and I respect him, you know. And I feel like the players kind of respect him too. He's an offensive dude. Mm. Um way better than like I know people liked Brian Flores, but like the offense was just dull and boring. Like they were Miami were like a real hard at it team, like you know. They played with a bit of, you know, grit, you know, flair, grit. Um but now they still play with like flair and grit, but like they do shit on offense and can score points. And two is out here throwing for almost 500 yards and six touchdowns. It's, it's crazy. Mm. So there was never in the world that we thought Tua could throw six touchdowns and 469 yards in a game. No. Like before, before this year, everyone was like, he's out of the league if he doesn't perform this year. And that type of game there where he was down pretty much, they were horrible in the first half. But he brought it back in the second and he was on fire. Does that just say how good Tyreek Hill is? Well, that's where I'm going with it. That... Is it, yeah. is it more tour or is it more the little Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddles? I don't know. I, I think that. it's both. Yeah. I think I it's, it's a combination both. of the coaching, the upgrade of weapons. The offensive line did get a little bit better too. Um, Tua's probably got better too in Boxes' third year. You know, maybe it's just all coming together for Tua. It's all coming up Millhouse. 
Um, Tank for tour three years later. Coming good. <laughs> and just other recaps. Uh, Amon Ra St. Brown is the man. We love the rookies, Drake London and Garrett Wilson. And now, boys, five minutes on Monday Night Football. We've got a double header for you. Okay, so quickly, Titans at Bills. The spread is minus 10. Which side are you both on really quick? I'm taking the minus 10. I Yes. I'm taking the minus 10 on the Bills. I think they're going to absolutely slaughter them. Um, Derek Henry's going to have a bad game script. I know last time, like I said, earlier on before the pod, that Derek Henry absolutely slaughtered them. But I just don't see it happening this year. Um, Josh Allen's going to be too good. Stefan Diggs is going to have a field day and it's just going to be a, another Bills win. It's at Buffalo, yeah? Yeah, at Buffalo. Yeah, so that kind of, like, the points are tempting because, like, I feel like it's a real, like, uh, line-in-the-sand game for the Titans. Like, if they lose this, they're, they're, they're really shoveling shit uphill. But then, um, because the Texans are 0-2, the Colts are 0-2, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, good point, actually. I think the Titans are shit, though. That's the thing. So, oh, like, I really... Yeah, I think yeah. they are, too. Like, I think they're overrated compared to, like, the, you know, the public perception is higher on Tennessee than what it should be. Like, they're a bad team. They're yeah. going to be under 500. Yeah. yeah. Let's swallow, let's swallow the 10 with the Bills. I'm with Dylan. Let's do it as yeah. a podcast. All right. Um, who's your superstar for this game? I just um, – I'll start. I think well, – I think Knox gets into the end zone. Let's do that. Hey, start start your top end. <laughs> do you two have any hot takes <laughs> for this game? Play Devin Singletary with confidence. Gee, I was about to say the same thing. Uh, I was literally yeah. going to say Devin Singletary will be a smash play tonight, uh, tomorrow night. Smash. All right. And moving on, Vikings at Philly minus two and a half. Uh, Great game. Great yeah. game. Oh, it's going to be awesome. And it's Eagles. Swallowing with the Eagles. We're winning this. Fly them big birds. Who was the negative two? Philly. Philly's the favorite. Yes. It's at Philly. It's at Philly. Dylan hates. Yeah, Dylan, but... Dylan wants to bet Minnesota. Dylan loves his Vikings boys. <laughs> I think that, see, this is the opposite of where Tennessee's overrated. I think the Vikings are underrated this year. Everyone like, loves the Vikings. Nah, yeah, I can't. They just shit kick the no, Packers. No, they Everyone don't. No, they don't. I don't. If. if the line is literally sitting there saying they're negative two. Like, how are they not favourites? I don't think Philly are that great. I don't think Jalen Hurts is that great. Do you want to have a side bet on the game, yeah. Dylan? Me and he you. Got, he got no passing touchdowns last week against the Lions. I just yeah, don't see it. That's just because they decided they wanted to run it the whole time. Um, what about... What's... Um, Hang on, I'm just... Do you guys talk amongst yourselves for a bit? I'm looking up some lines. Okay. Um, I'm starting the best friends, Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown. I'm starting Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and I think I stopped there. Do you have any other start for the game, Dylan? Um, I don't 
for that game? No, I think yeah. no. You can probably put Thielen into your flex. Oh, that's that's sketchy. Um, All right. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. The I don't over, see this over being just yeah fifty. Do you want to take the over on fifty? I'd take the overs on. Oh, that's a higher over under. I mm. thought it'd be about forty-five, but I, I'd be inclined to go the over. Um, like I think it's going to be like another 29-27 type game, and it could be it could be either way. But I think the Vikings are going to get him. Um, like like you said, they're just going to rush the ball. Philly's going to rush the ball, and the the clock will run quick. But the offense that they've got going on in in the Vikings is looks absolutely like they said it was going to be in the off season. They absolutely shredded the Packers last week. And Jefferson is just going to get open left, right and centre and he's just going to hog all the all the yards again. And I think Thielen, last touchdown, Joel, Adam Thielen. You know, I am a huge advocate of the first and last touchdown bets and I can get around the Adam Thielen one. Um, you know, uh, at the end of the game, um, you know... If it's close, Kirk Cousins going to go to someone he trusts in the red zone, and there's only two people he does. And you'd presume the Eagles are going to have, you know, at least one person on Jefferson, unlike the Packers. So, um, yeah, great. I, I don't mind the call, Dylan. Um, my bet for this game, I think we get a real, like, bounce back potential spot for um, Devontae Smith. Um, you get plus oh, money Sammy Watkins. for Devontae Smith to have th- more than three and a half catches. I think Devontae Smith can have four receptions. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I like the gap that. between Devontae Smith and AJ Brown isn't as big as it was last week. So are you still happy with that trade? Two, two second round picks for Devontae after week one? Not, not as happy as I was when I did it, but <laughs> Um, you know, the the second round picks don't really look good. I think Devontae Smith is a good player um, in the long run. I think, you know, we'll get the talent will eventually win out. You know, Devontae Smith, top 15 pick in the NFL draft. Um, you know, those dudes eventually hit like, um, you know, Jonesy. Drake London, Garrett Wilson. Bury him. Yeah, Aaron Jones looking looking menacing. Yeah, Dylan just rubbing just, salt in the wounds. The way I see it, like the talent is definitely... I loved Devante Smith all last year. You guys both know that. I loved him. The moment he got traded or the, the trade happened in the draft, I was like, oh, no. Like, there's just not enough passing offense there because Jalen Hurts isn't a passing quarterback. He... The, the talk was that could this make him better as a passing quarterback, but we saw it last week. They're just going to run the ball. What do you have, like 150 yards passing? And it all went to A.J. Brown. So yeah, Jalen Hurts had like 200 and almost 270 passing yards or something like that. Like, it wasn't that. It was just – and they were in front the whole time. You know, if you, if you think, you know, the Vikings are going to be good, then, you know, the Eagles will have to pass more. And, you know, it has, some of it has to go to Devontae Smith. He's not going to be bad forever. He had 243. He had 243, 
32 attempts, 18 completions. Like, I mean, it wasn't the 150, like I said, but it felt like that. You know, he didn't throw it to anyone but AJ Brown. Didn't AJ Brown have like over 150 yards then? Yeah, because like he's I just don't, I just don't see Devonte Smith and AJ Brown having good, a good like where it was like Justin Jefferson and Thielen early on last season. I don't see it being like that. I feel like AJ Brown is just going to take everything, and Devonte is just going to be left there going, where's my catches? I only need four of them, Dylan. Just four catches mm. for Devontae Smith. We can get there. All right. So um, I don't know if you listened to last pod, but me and Virgo went two from two on the props. Um, I had Noah Fant over in catches and Virgo had Rashad Penny overs. So we smashed. And now we're going to run it back with us three. Here we go. So we got Devontae Smith, Joel, over. Was it three and a half catches? Three and a half catches. I am taking Justin Jefferson under 97.5 receiving yards. Big play slay, Dylan. Do you believe in big play slay like I do? Because I do. And he's not getting 100 yards. He's not getting 98 yards receiving. I'm mani- manifesting it. You're manifesting you hate Jefferson this. not getting 97. I mean, 97 is really high. That's what I'm saying. But, a high number. Yeah, but it's kind of like just uh, Cooper Cup last year. He had his over-unders at like 104. And he would get it <laughs> time and time again. Well, I mean, if he gets uh, it this time, I'll learn. But I, I just think it's too high. That, that's, where I'm, that's where I'm landing on this. Look, I'm going to go the unders as well. I think he's going to get 90 yards and a tud. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna go the unders. Okay, and um, to the other game, do you have a prop that you two like or not really? Because I like Devin Singletary over forty four and a half rushing yards. What do you two think of that? Yeah, I'm one hundred and ten percent all around that. I think he's gonna absolutely smash it. Okay, and Dylan, while I've got you here, I think Joel's doing his own gambling research. Who are we starting in that game? Like Josh Allen's automatically in, Derrick Henry's automatically in. Diggs is automatically in. He's starting Gabe what? Davis. Well, well, what is the issue with Gabe Davis? Is he expected That's, to play? It's really uh, – he's got – is it an ankle? Yeah, it's an ankle injury. Uh, he got it in training on, on Friday, um, and they're not sure it's a game-time decision now. So if Gabe Davis is out, um, Isaiah McKenzie, I think he is a real good flex play if Gabe Davis is out. Even even Jamison Crowder could be a deep deep flex um, if Gabe Davis is out. But if Gabe Davis is in, he's he's in over all of them. Yeah, and uh, Dawson Knox, give us give us the Dawson Knox. We love Dawson Knox. <laughs> Look, you only love Dawson Knox because I'm here and I can actually advocate for this top five tight end. <laughs> the thing is, is that last week they didn't need him. He was open multiple plays. I was watching. Uh, I replayed some of the some of the plays. He was open all the time. But the Rams secondary just Jalen Ramsey got absolutely smoked. Oh, but they just didn't need him. I feel like this week they'll need him, and Josh Allen will want to give it to his best friend. So I feel like the overs on yards for uh, Dawson Knox and maybe a Tud 
Um, I feel like it's just going to be placed around this week. So Here's I hope one he gets through because I want my money. Maybe the Rams are just the best at defending the tight end position. Oh, yeah, because they shut down Pitts. Maybe. I mean, like, no, they, because Dawson Knox didn't do anything. Kyle Pitts didn't do Dawson, anything. But Dawson Knox was open so many times. They didn't. Josh Allen just didn't need to go to him because he could just yeah, go but, to Stefan Diggs and he could just take it off Jalen Ramsey's bloody cold, shitty hands. I'm not knocking Dawson Knox, Dylan. I'm saying we can get him this week with the over 40 yards on two plus money to score a touchdown. Like, let's get on Dawson Knox. And why not the first touchdown? Yeah, I love it. All right, so here's first the first touchdown, Dawson Knox. Here's the four bets we've, we've got. I'll, let, I'll release these on my Twitter at Andy FB Addict. Devin Singletary over 44 and a half rushing yards. Jets Jefferson yep. under 97 and a half receiving yards. Devontae Smith over three and a half catches. And Dawson Knox anytime touchdown. There you go, listeners. They're the bets you should be making for your Monday night. Pays for lunch, is that what Frank used to say? Yeah, it was his line. <laughs> that's that's the addict's line. It pay it'll pay for your lunch at work tomorrow. Um, Joel, any closing comments? Dylan, any closing comments on Monday night football? Joel, what's on- the line? What's the line on uh oh fuck I've, I've just lost it. I've actually just lost who I was gonna say what's the line on. Um god damn. This is great. Uh, Adam Thielen. What? Adam Thielen. What's the line on Adam Thielen? <laughs> yeah, give me two secs on uh, receiving yards, Dylan. Is that what you're after? Yeah. Uh, 49 and a half. Yeah, I'd hit the overs on that. If, if you got Justin Jefferson going under as a 97, Adam Thielen's going to hit that. I think we'll go for there's... Justin Jefferson blank Adam Thielen smash spot on Monday night. I'd love that. That'd be good. You know, Kirk Cousins it... sucks on Monday nights. Yeah, that's the narrative, isn't it? What do you hasn't he turned that around though? He's won his last know. two. He's like two and nine though, Dylan, or something gross. Yeah, he was yeah, horrible. He started he started 0 and 7, but now he's two and oh. Okay. Well, riding, riding the wave. Dylan loves the table. Vikings. He, you should just be a lifelong Vikings guy. No, I've just got the stack. I want to win. You've already yeah, already man. You declared Did it. We... No. If, if Jalen Hurts goes off, then I'm a little bit scared. And he has Thielen as well. And I think this is going to be a Thielen game. Did we discuss Aiden went... Hutchinson? No. Yeah, I know we didn't. <laughs> Virgo couldn't make the pod because he's at the quarterback's house because, you know, he's a big punter at Weber State and he's too cool for us now, I guess. Um, he put four in inside the 20 listeners. So tune into the All-American Australian podcast coming out soon where Virgo can break that down. But Virgo hates Aiden Hutchinson and he had three sacks in the first half. But what would you do in the second half, Aiden? Yeah, <laughs> ran out of gas, didn't you? Yeah, fuck you, Aiden Hutchinson. I'll stick up for you, Virgo, don't you worry. Um, but on that note, boys, you want to close the pod? Dylan, thanks for joining us. Um, you were lovely. It was lovely to hear your voice. Lovely to see you again. Um, no problem. Yeah, I really happy to be beat, here, mate. Hope you beat Frank, and I hope um, I beat Charlie. Joel, congrats on your first win in the Dynasty League. Well done. Yeah, thanks. I 
shit kick wheels. Really bored um, wheels. Oh, well, I haven't won yet. AJ Brown could have six fumbles. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Got to account for that. It's possible. Nah, but Wheels is a wheels can't hang. Uh, he's, you know, a fraud, uh, always has been. So, um, yeah, if you are Zach Wheelerhan or know Zach Wheelerhan, um, yeah, just know you're a coward. Um, and, yeah, you aren't not that good at fantasy. Uh, even though you think you're the shit, you're a pussy. Just uh, Ando's rando question of the day. Here you go. Favorite person to beat in our dynasty league? Who do you love beating? Oh. It's got to be go, Frank. Dylan. Frank is the most absolute best person to beat every time. He only comes in all day. He only comes in when his team scores a touchdown or anything. And then the moment he's losing, he disappears. And then the second yeah. best is also wheels. Oh, <laughs> how good is it beating wheels as well? He's so livid. Wheels acts like he doesn't care. And I hate people that do this. They're like, no, I don't care, bro. And it's like, fuck up. You care. <laughs> yeah, he so does. Oh, Fields. He is the man. Bro. <laughs> beating Charlie is pretty fun too because he takes it to heart. Um, so I do like beating Charlie, but um, yeah, it has to be Wheels, Frank, or Charlie. Uh, anyone not in Team New South Wales is yeah, great Team to beat. South if we're being we stick together. <laughs> we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, I, but... I hate losing to Joel though because Joel rips into you. <laughs> yeah, I let you know about it. Yeah. He lets you know he's all around it. And then he will go in next week and he will cop an L and then he's still all around last week. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not playing a win yet. I'm on team tank mode. So um, speaking of team tank mode, uh, me and Matt Barbara, um, friend of the oh, show, um, apparently we're going to record an episode later in the week about Dynasty and the strategy around it. So um, yeah, feel free to hear his thoughts on his awesome trades. I can't wait to hear them. Oh, I'm not listening to that podcast. Oh, <laughs> Matty Barb's Dynasty Talks. That's going to be a fun one to listen to. Well, Dylan. Oh, I can't wait. He scored 260 this week. So how, how do you like that? If He'll be 2-0 and on top of the table. Yeah, it's pretty No, nah, not, not if I score. If I score um, 60 or if it's like if I score 200, then I'll be first. But he, um because I'm 60 points ahead of him already. So if I score 200, I'll be sweet. Did he I'll play? Be, uh, yeah, he played. The table. He played Lamar and Tua. That is mad. Yeah. <laughs> and Waddle. And Armin Ra. And Waddle and Armin Ra. Wow. That's fucked. <laughs> anyway. Um, I mean, you heard he's going for the dub. He's going to win the championship. Yeah, now he just he... acquired Josh Jacobs. And CEH. And he has Jimmy Garoppolo, Dylan. It's all coming. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, follow us on Spotify to catch Frankie. Frankie recaps. Um, Joel and Matt Barber's Dynasty Chat. Joel's best bets. Um, what does Charlie M do now? He does. I had the Packers tonight, actually. I forgot to plug that while I'm watching the Packers shit kick him. Go Packers. Um, yeah, well done. 
Yeah, Baker Mayfield, he's a pussy though, and the Browns fucked me too. So no, he gave DJ Moore a pud today, so I'm happy. Oh, but he didn't cover the spread, Dylan, the loser. Yeah, but he gave DJ a tud. Oh, he nice mm. trade, by the way, Andrew. Um. Oh yeah, I didn't. We didn't talk about that. Um. I mean, I I gave up Cordell Patterson to Frank because Frank wanted him, and I wasn't in on him that much for pick for Joel's third round pick in an eight man league. Um. Which Joel, hopefully, it's pick seventeen if you do me a solid. But, um, yeah, I'll beat Burjo. Well, I might, I might not catch Matt Barber now, so uh, maybe that will be pick seventeen or eighteen. But I, I think uh, I, I think Burjo is not going to win a game this year. So yes, going to have pick oh, no. oh yeah, so it can't be seven. It has to be eighteen, nineteen, yeah, it'll be, eighteen or it'll nineteen. Be 18. Yeah, yeah. it'll 17. be eighteen. And um, if you haven't heard, the twenty three class is stacked. So um, yeah, getting a piece in that will be good. For a 32-year-old Cordell Patterson, but um, yes, follow, follow <laughs> us on Instagram, Twitter, all that. Dylan, thanks again. Joel, thanks again. Talk to you next time. Peace.